Welcome to DFS, no pun intended, no punt intended, right here on DSM Media. We are live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Um, if you're on Facebook, make sure you're sharing it out and following us. If you're on YouTube, hitting that subscribe button, thumbs up, the little bell, so you don't miss any of the great DSM Media shows that are going on. And if you're on Twitter, obviously, make sure you retweet it, but there's still an issue with the streaming service and Twitter linking up. So if you want to get your voices and your questions heard, I'm going to try to keep up with it here on my, my phone. But you can also follow, get jump on Facebook and Twitter, or Facebook and YouTube, and even Twitch. We're even on Twitch. And that way your comments can pop up on the screen. Um, you know, what's up to Trey? Thanks for checking in there. We're actually going to touch on Washington, Trey, you know, and their fantasy relevance this week because it's an interesting game for fantasy purposes. Um, so, yeah. I got two guests, well, not two guests. I got my partner in crime, Mr. Jason Sullivan. We're just going to call him Sully tonight. Um, <laughs> I got another Jason, Jason Voorhees. So if I say Jason, I don't know who we're going to talk to. So we're going to call Sully and we're going to call Voorhees. We're going by last names because Voorhees is your last name, right? Absolutely. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up, What's fellas? Up? Thanks for having me on. I'm yeah, excited. No, welcome, Jason Voorhees. He's from the Sports and Metal Podcast. And he's also got a brand new flyers hockey show starting next week on the drunk on broad brand nice. um yeah so we got lots to talk about tonight we got a, a full slate of games on sunday um we got a lot of injuries to talk about and how that affects fantasy as a whole um but sully i gotta tell you last week had to be my worst week ever in daily fantasy and betting i literally cashed in zero lineups and i went oh two and one on my bets last week i mean as, as somebody that you do this all the time, just like me, how frustrating is it and how hard is it to get back focused mentally when you have that bad of a week? You know, it's funny. I feel like you, when that happens, that happens to everyone. And if anybody says it doesn't happen to them, first off, they're lying. Because it Absolutely. does. You just have these weeks where even in daily fantasy or season long where just nothing goes right for your team, right? We've all, we've all been there. Anybody who says that they haven't is lying. But, no, I had a similar week last week too. I had – 
I think I did like 15 lineups and I broke even, which sounds like, okay, that's not that bad of a week, right? right? Well, all the winnings was from two lineups. So 13 of my lineups were garbage and two mm-hmm. of them were good. So yeah, I didn't really have a very good week either. So yeah. I feel your pain for sure. I, I, I did it differently. Normally, I, you know me, I love to max enter like the $1 event, you know, $21 lineups. But last week I went different. I went, I, tr- I tried to test out the, the three max entries or the single entry events. And I had about nine entries, nine lineups. And literally, I didn't even finish halfway to the money in any of them. It just, every combo I tried just failed. Now, Jason Voorhees, I know daily fantasy isn't your specialty, but fantasy football as a whole is. And there's a lot of correlations between fantasy football season long and daily fantasy. But you're also part of the Scott Fishbowl event. How's your, you're the first guest we've had on that's in the fishbowl. How's your fishbowl team going? Well, I know it's not going good. That's why I asked. Unfortunately, so I know I'm an a hole. Sorry. That's okay. So this past week, well, last week my teams went eleven and six. This week I went fourteen and four. However, Scott Fishbowl, I'm zero and three. <laughs> so I'm not doing too good in the in the one that matters the most to me. Exactly. Uh, for those that don't know, Scott Fishbowl is a huge. Uh, tournament that that's put on uh, every year by Scott Fish, who's a huge member of the fantasy football community, and all of it, all of the money and proceeds that are are, are involved are all you know it's it, it's all donated, so yeah. it's all for charity. They have, they have some pretty big name celebrities in that that tournament as well, right? Oh no, that it's I mean there's there's a ton of big names. I mean there's there's big names, there's there's fantasy football people, and then there's actually people that aren't even football people like right. that. That are, that are just I've seen some of, actors and musicians yeah. are in the event as Correct. well. And all. Yeah, so it's, and it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I hope you can get me and Jason, you know, in it next year because it's something I would I would love to be a part of for sure. Um, well, so Scott Fish, if you're listening, you know, keep an eye on me and Jason here. We're we're the up and comers in the fantasy football community right that's now. That's right. Well, it's definitely like I, I look at it this way. I'm always about promoting other people, and the fact that I got picked. And nominated by two other people. Now you're right. This time around, it's my turn to get some people in. I appreciate so. that. I'm going to be keeping my phone on in <laughs> August, waiting for that invite to the fishbowl next year. Um, definitely. So let, let, let's dive into week four here, guys. Hey, can I, can I bring up one more thing about week three? We got to give a shout out to our man Hunter. Uh, Huntman Ten took down a GPP last week. Did he? So. He oh, did. that's right. I did see that. That's right. Yeah. And didn't he win the, the, the three-way contest between the three of us? He did. He did. Yeah. Correct. So, so, so Hunter's not just good at golf. Hunter knows football as well. Yeah. Hunter took down, I think it was a couple hundred people, uh, yeah. GBP. That's good. I like that. I, I, I should focus on those smaller events more, like those 100%. smaller, instead yep. of going into the 150,000-person events where, you know, what's your real chance when you come down to that, you know? Right. Exactly. Um, so before we get into the daily fantasy slate, guys, I got to ask you, I mean, in the, in the DSM league, I had the first overall pick. I'm sure we've all heard somebody talk about you had Christian McCafferty in the first pick. Obviously he's now down. They didn't put him on IR, so he might only miss two or three weeks. So two questions here, and I'll start with, you know, Sully. Um, and then Jason, you can answer it. So Chubba Hubbard, um, or however you say his name, how does losing Christian McCafferty – affect him and the rest of the Carolina Panthers. Sully, you can answer it in a daily fantasy purposes. And then Jason Mustaine, you know, 3651, you can answer it. I'm getting so confused. 
on what I call you guys here. This totally throw me off. You're both my Jasons, and my worlds are colliding. Boom, you know. Um, right, so you both can answer it on the different sides of the equation there. So Sully, how does the McCafferty injury affect the Carolina Panthers in daily fantasy? Well, the biggest thing was last week. You saw after McCaffrey got hurt, you saw Hubbard's carries and touches and targets basically kind of resemble what McCaffrey was doing. So right. I feel like, especially in DraftKings right now, I feel like he's super relevant. His price is low. I think he's right around 5000 if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. So I feel like he's an option he's 5, for 5900 sure. Yeah, we saw what, what Mike Davis did last year at the beginning when he first took over for McCaffrey in that backfield. I mean, the touches were pretty much the same. Anyone who's getting those opportunities, I definitely like that. Um, I'm going to be playing him in DraftKings a lot this week. So you're not concerned in DraftKings that him being 5900 and Carolina obviously using him in the exact same role. That's not going to affect his ownership percentages. Like he's not going to be owned in a, a huge number because he's not, you know, Christian McCaffrey is normally like 9K and above. Going down to 5,900, that's that's a cheap option there for a, yeah. a running back heavy team. I think he's going to be super highly owned. I don't think – I'm not breaking any news saying that I'm going to play right. him this week. I think a lot of people are going to play him this week. They saw the five – I, I don't know, five targets or five catches that he had last week, yeah. but they're throwing him the ball. 13 or 14 the rushes as well. Yeah, running back that catches the ball is huge in daily fantasy. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to be super popular this week. I'm thinking probably 25, at least 25%. Okay. So Voorhees, you know, Chubba Hubbard, I, I, I tried to grab him, but because I'm the best team in the DSM league – I have the 12th pick in the waiver wire. You know I just got him? on him. You know who got him? Who? Ah, you a-hole. How dare you? What the hell? <laughs> so I, I, I obviously didn't have him. Um, so on the flip side, though, is Chubba Hubbard, you know, definitely the answer to, ha- to have, you know, backing up Christian McCafferty? Or are there other more valuable guys that people are overlooking like that someone like me could pick up? To, to fill that spot for the next two weeks or three weeks. Well, well, here's the deal. Like, so just like daily fantasy, obviously fantasy in general terms is somewhat the same. So mm-hmm. Chubba Hubbard was the number one waiver guy. You know, obviously everyone mm-hmm. wanted him this week. Um, I, I, I see his, his long-term – uh, so the thing with fantasy football is you have redraft leagues, which are yearly, and then you have dynasty. Mm-hmm. I kind of look at him in a different perspective. So if I'm looking at it in the redraft, uh, you know, redraft spectrum of things where, you know, it depends on how long McCaffrey's going to be out. But I mean, if you're looking at like a one or two week thing, yeah, sure. He's definitely, uh, I agree with Jason. I mean, he he's definitely, you know, similar to McCaffrey as far as the way they were going to use him. It's mm-hmm. not like you're like, you know, taking McCaffrey out and putting some guy in there and then you're going to pass the ball 80 times. I mean, mm-hmm. they're going to kind of use the similar, you know, type. They're, they're not changing their game plan. Let's right. put it that way. So uh, in Dynasty, I actually uh, – I, I I target him targeted him pretty high. Uh, he's He's definitely a guy I would be interested in. Um, but in your case, you know, losing out on him isn't necessarily the end of the world. There's other guys that you could have probably. So, so the, the option that I took, cause the waiver wire wasn't strong enough in my opinion. I'd already picked up the week before Crudell Patterson from the Falcons. Okay. And I also have uh, the backup running back from Detroit. What's his name? Williams. Yeah. Um, I forget his first name. Jamal, uh, Williams. Jamal Williams. 
I kind of am leaning heavier towards Patterson as the option for the next two weeks than Williams because we all see that Swift is the dominant back in you know Detroit at this moment. Is Cordell Patterson a viable option? I mean, obviously he's not going to score the points that you know Christian McCaffrey is, or am I really? Or is, or is there somebody that should I go out and pick up some random guy that no one's talking about? Well, here's the here's the other thing to to, to Jason's point. They they did use Hubbard, uh, you know, quite 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 a few um, you know plays in that game, but you also have Royce Freeman. Uh, mm-hmm. sitting out there and he's right. available probably I, I mean I don't know if he might have went to I'm not in your league so I don't right. know but Royce Freeman's a guy that you know although he might not get the same amount of usage as as Hubbard I, I think <clears throat> they're going to use both guys I don't right. think they're going to just strictly use Hubbard because obviously the NFL's 90 percent two back league I mean right you, you and, know, and also Hubbard, Hubbard is a rookie and correct. you know Matt Rule's the kind of guy that if if Hubbard has a fumble or has some bad plays, he might turn to Freeman a little bit more, in my opinion. So so while Hubbard's a, a, a slam dunk play in Daily Fantasy, most likely, there is that small little fear in my mind that he might not – he gets one fumble, one bad play. Matt Rule's the guy that's going to flip the switch to somebody else right away. Well, well, I think – I think you saw the same thing happen a couple weeks ago with uh, in Baltimore. So you had Tyson Williams, right. uh, who, you know, young guy. Team is very high on him. He's they're obviously high on him because he was actually slated to be the backup before uh, Dobbins got hurt. Uh, so to me, I think that you know that kind of the same situation happened there. All of a sudden, everyone went and picked up Tyson Williams, and then he had a, he had one, you know, he had a fumble, and they kind of went more to Latavius Murray, and uh, they also brought Look, up Devonta Freeman. I, I, I know this is a daily fantasy show, and I'm spending a lot of time on fa- regular fantasy football because it affects me so so drastically. This is the list of free agent running backs in the DSM Media League. You got David Johnson, you got Latavius Murray, you, you got Mark Ingram, you know Peyton Barber, Tony Jones. I don't even know who Tony Jones is. This He's is the based off of their tomorrow. rankings. You know what I mean? Le'Veon Bell. There's not much really available out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think to me, I would be safe with, you know, I, I think Cordell Patterson, they've used him enough and they've shown enough in that offense that mm-hmm. he is a key part of their, their offense yeah. moving forward. So while could oh, I couldn't hear you. Oh, he was ta- he was talking oh, okay. to his kid in the back. Oh, sorry. sorry, he's on babysitting. Okay. He's on babysitting duty. J- Jax actually picks winners, so maybe Jax can come pick a winner. Sure. You know, he-, he picks Justin Thomas every week in golf, so it doesn't always work out. <laughs> that's his guy, okay? Yeah, that's his guy right there. All right, let's transition. Let's get into the daily fantasy slate this week. Um, I think there's some really interesting games in fantasy for DraftKings this week. Um, I- for he's I always I always start when I when I build my stuff since you're new to the show I look at the four worst ranked defenses based on DraftKings numbers this week it's the Jets Texans Eagles and Lions and that's where I start to look at but on the flip side of the equation some of those games I don't think are you know you don't necessarily this week have to go to the four worst defenses to find the offense to pick because the Lions they're going to the Bears. The Bears are a pretty awful team, too. They don't even know who their starting quarterback is going to be this week. You know, 
the Texans Buffalo the Texans Buffalo game, it's going to pour in Buffalo this weekend. So maybe Buffalo is not a slam dunk play in my opinion, you know, this week. And the Jets Tennessee, you know, the Tennessee sounds like a great play and the Jets are an awful team, but they're missing AJ Brown. They probably are going to be missing Julio Jones as well. So it, it's a little different this week looking at it in my opinion. So Sully, I'll start with you. Um what game are you looking at as your top game this weekend? So I went back and forth a little bit. I thought you were actually going to bring up the Eagles game because I think that's a pretty It is, it is on my list to play. Yeah, I think that's interesting this week. I think for both sides, really, to be honest with you, the Chiefs' yeah. defense isn't very good. So, And obviously right. the Chiefs are going to be out to prove something. They're one and two. So they're going to mm-hmm. you know come out fired up, I would imagine, this week. So that's an interesting one. Um, but my favorite one of the week is actually going to be Dallas versus Carolina. And to be honest with you, I actually like both sides of the stack. Um, Sam Arnold, I can't believe I'm saying this, but he has been really good this season. Like it, for fantasy, I don't not really. I haven't watched him. I always I said before the season started, if Sam Darnold plays average NFL quarterback this year, Carolina might is might will make the playoffs. Is what I said. Yeah, they're not a bad. And, he, team. and he's playing average. Their yeah, defense scored, is really good. He scored at least 22 points in each three, of yeah. the three games so far. So I don't mind that. But I'm actually going to go. On the flip side, I'm going to go Dak as my quarterback. I feel like he's underpriced. I feel like one bad week last week, and people are off of him for whatever reason. So I like him. I like stacking him with CeeDee Lamb at 6,700. And then coming back with one of my favorite players, actually, of the week is DJ Moore. So I like that stack a lot, and that leaves you with five grand per player to go See, on. See, so I went a little different in that game. I, I, I like to go Darnold, Hubbard, and DJ Moore in that game because I love DJ Moore this year. I think, I think it's a great play. Darnold and him have, have a really good connection. And Hubbard's price, by using those three, it leaves you with 52-50. You know? mm-hmm. So it's a decent area. Um, and like you said, we get into the Philly-KC game in a few minutes. Um, but I, th- I think you're on to something there with Dallas and Carolina. I, I, lo- I, I love that game. It's one of my two to three favorite plays this week right there. Yeah, I agree. So, Mr. Voorhees. Is there a game you think a lot of points are going to come out of fantasy-wise that you would love to build off of? I mean, this is crazy because I had that game as well, Carolina. I told Dallas. you have three or four games because I knew we would all agree. Well, I did. And yeah, well, that – so I, I did pick a couple. So, But it's just funny that we all had that one yep. as one of them But because I, I definitely believe that, um, you know, that that's uh, going to be, you know, a good, good game to uh, pick from. The game that I'm targeting is actually Arizona versus the Rams. Okay. There's a couple reasons for that. A, the history. If you've looked at those games, Arizona, L.A. Rams, in in Mm -hmm. most recent years, it's always shootouts. Yep. Especially with Kyler Murray. So um, that's the game I'm I'm going to target. So so that was a game I wrote with a question mark. I didn't put it in my list of plays because my problem with that game is – Everybody in that game is so expensive. So well, that that that's where the fear comes in that game is you're gonna you're gonna really hamstrung you're you're gonna have to find some really quality low end players elsewhere on the board if you go that game. Well, yeah, and see, and that that's where it comes into the point where I'm kind of I'm a noob to the the DFS uh, right thing. So I kind of was like looking at it where you know you would pick you know, certain players from the same game. So I know right. that you had told me there's two to, you know, two, you could do the game stacks or you could, you know, take a couple stacks and then take another game. Yeah. But 
I, I do believe that you could get a couple good, you know, just three players from that game is what I'm taking. Right. So yeah. I would take. So, so if you had to take, what who what would be your three players? I, I've got a DraftKings board up on my screen. Well, it would be Stafford or Murray, and then right. I would take Cup. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely Cup's too, having an amazing season. I'm putting Djax in there as a cheaper option as one of my wide receivers because okay. he's a, he's a home run hitter, and when he's healthy, you saw what he did last week. That, that's, that saves you money. You just right uh, there, Stafford, Cup, and Jackson. You still have over 5,200 by baking uh, Jackson your pick. And then I, you know, I was thinking maybe like a Rondell Moore and Edmonds because I don't think that they're super expensive. I no, mean, Rondell Moore's cheap. And Edmonds, man, taking five guys like that from your lineup, you know, it still leaves you fifty three hundred. Yeah, and you still have defense and tight end, which will raise your raise your you know overall value because they're the cheaper plays for sure. That game too, Christian Kirk is only fifty three hundred too, so he's relatively cheap too. That's or enough. like you said, it's probably going to be a shootout. Vegas thinks it's going to be a shootout. Fifty five and a half points is what Vegas is saying right now. So obviously, both teams are going to score. Love the cup call for sure. Stafford's been money too. You could go Stafford too at seven thousand. I think that's a good play too. Well, that's what I put Stafford in there over, you know, Murray. Well, Murray's the more cheaper. expensive guy, but I, I I think Stafford's having the way he's playing with the Rams. It's it's. It, I mean, yeah. we obviously it's, every, it's everything. Sully won it with Detroit. Sully, you you. I I feel bad for you because the guy. I love Stafford. I've always <laughs> loved Matt Stafford, and he was critically you know underrated because of what he. Had. I mean, he did get to play with Calvin Johnson early in his career, but my mm-hmm. point is, is he never was really, you know, put weapons around him when he right. was good. And yep. so I think him with, obviously, <clears throat> is, is, is the number one guy. But let's not sleep on uh, Woods because he's yeah, a guy that – I've been trying to say online lately to people is, Woods isn't going to be held down like this all There's season no, long. eventually no way. Eventually, I know Cups carried me to my 3-0 record in DSM League. Because every week somebody like last week, I had Christian McCafferty and AJ Brown go down. They could they scored a combined six point six points between the two of them. But again, another week with Cup scoring six thousand points. You know, it, 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 Cup's eventually somebody's defense is going to swing some extra coverage over to Cup, and yeah. Robert Woods is going to go off. Well, and I think that's the thing too about that team. I think Robert Woods. That's a great point by you. I think that. It's not like Stafford's not necessarily looking at Woods. It just seems like, I mean, Cup is wide open all the time. Yeah. It's like these touchdowns that he's catching, he's open by 5, 10 yards every single time. So that's eventually going to change, like you said. They're going to swing more coverage his way, and Woods is a really good player. We know that. So Yeah, no, it's, it, it's great. I, I love that game. I just wasn't sure which way to go with that game. And that and that's the problem with that game to me is there's too many options, you know, in that game. Um, so – Obviously, we're going to get to the KC Philly game in a few minutes. Well, what um, was yours? Well, I have two other, well, I have oh, three okay. other games on my list. One other one we'll hold off because it's Detroit. I, I like that Detroit Chicago game for some sneaky reasons. But the other two games I wrote down, I like a little mini stack from the Cleveland Minnesota game. I, I like playing Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb this week. I think playing both of them, first off, I think Nick Chubb, we're talking about Cup, you know, Nick Chubb is having a great start to his season as well. Um, so I love that. And hold on. I got to refresh my my DraftKings screen here so I can bring up my uh, – I like that game too. Kirk Cousins is a good play too this week. 6,400. Kirk Cousins is a great play Yeah, that's well. a cheap price for him. Exactly. But so so I brought it up. You know, the Vikings, so far their defense has given up anywhere from 366 to almost 500 yards a game. And they're giving up passing yards some weeks. They're giving up rushing yards some weeks. 
So I think there's a play there to be had. But like you said, Kirk Cousins, you go to the Browns. The Browns, their numbers are skewed because they gave up over 300 yards passing week one, over 200 yards week two, but it was to Houston, who has no quarterback. They only gave up one yard passing last week because it was Chicago. And Justin Fields just was not ready for the end. So where the Browns look on paper like they're this great defense, you have to realize who they've gone up against right. so far. They have so, a good D-line, too. That It's kind of misleading on their whole defense, is it? I think because their D-line is really good. Their D-line gets a lot of pressure. It's absolutely. pretty dominant. But the rest of their defense is average at best. So yeah. it's interesting. But the other game – so, like, I like that mini stack there. But what I really do like is I do like the 49ers-Seahawks game. And I love the 49ers because let's be honest for a second. The Seahawks defense, it is not the Legion of Boom that it used no. to be. There are none of these studs on that defense, you know, locking down like it used to. You know, and I'm looking at it. They've given up over 300 yards passing both of the last two weeks. They've given up almost 470 yards rushing in three weeks combined. So that to me tells me that you can go Jimmy G, Debo Samuel, and you know what? I know he didn't score a boatload of points last week in his first game, but he it was his first game. You know, he's a rookie. You go with a very cheap 5K Trey Sermon. You know, he, they, they, they gave him the ball. He had 10 rushes. He had a couple passes. You know, he, he had 11 or 12 points last week in, in DFS. All he needs to do is score a touchdown, add a touchdown to that. And all of a sudden at 5K, Trey Sermon is a huge value. And he's clearly going to be their lead back. So Jimmy G, Trey Sermon, Devo, it almost leaves you 5,500. It's 5,483. That's a lot of money to have left over after you. You know what, too, in that game, you can go Brandon Ayuk, too. He kind of showed signs of you life can. last week, too. He's yeah, everybody got off Brandon Ayuk just like Christian yeah. or just like uh, Woods. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, because he's 5K. So, I mean, that's yeah. cheap, too, for him. I think there's going to be a lot of points. Everybody thinks of that game, San Francisco, Seattle, and they're thinking of past defenses. Their past defenses isn't what their current defense is. People forget in fantasy, you know, to forget, you know, the past. They just. They just think of the current last, you know, week or two. You know what I mean? You you, you, you got to focus on the current, not the past. So I, I, I do love that game. And, and honestly, if you think about it, the games we like, Carolina, 49ers, you know, Detroit, most of the games we've talked about are all in almost that value stack range. You know, the only game we've really talked about is that Arizona Rams game where it's a high-end stack and all. Um, the rest of them are – all right, so we got a we got a fantasy. We got we got to cut this off for a second. We got we we got we got a fantasy football question. Who wins this trade? Side A getting Matthew Stafford, Mark Andrews. Side B getting Josh Allen, Mike Jacecki. I'm guessing the tight end from the Dolphins and Devontae Smith. Ask him if I, it's dynasty or or redraft. Well, if it's dynasty or redraft in if a regular dy- redraft league, I'm taking side A because Matthew Stafford is playing MVP level. And Jacecki and Devontae Smith, we really don't know who they are really at this point. That's a great point, too. And I think Devontae Smith is hurt by Jalen Hurts right now. Absolutely. He's not getting – I mean, the targets just aren't there for him, which, like like you said, if it's Dynasty, obviously that changes things. Josh Allen's younger. Re- he's now commenting. It is in a redraft. Redraft, so just, side A. Yeah, side A. Are we Agreed. all in agreement? We're side all in agreement. A? So hopefully you're getting Nick's side A. We really hope that. Um, look, Jacecki – I thought Jacecki had some potential coming out Me of Penn too. State. Um, but the quarterback situation in Miami is just 
dreadful, just like Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith. That you got to look at the quarterback. Josh Allen may win MVP this year, may not. I don't know, but in my opinion, Matthew Stafford is leading the uh, you know the MVP race at this point. In my well, opinion, and Gasecki was really good last year. It's it's kind of strange yeah. to me that Miami doesn't use him at all this year, yeah. or maybe it's just the quarterbacks. I don't know, but it's the yeah, quarterback. They first they have, off, they don't even look his way. First off, Tua is an overrated quarterback in my opinion, especially in fantasy because he's not that. People think of him as this running elusive quarterback, but he really isn't, and, and he's not an overly. You just look at the wide receivers he had to throw at, throw to at Alabama. I think that had a lot to do with to his success at Alabama. Yeah, I well, agree you, with you. you could say the same about Hurts. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, same thing at, when he went to Oklahoma. You know, the, you, sometimes you got to look past that stuff and all. All right. So, are there any other games you guys want to talk about? Because I, I still have two other games I want to get into, but I want to throw it to you guys first. Are there any other games fantasy wise that you really like this week? Well, I didn't know if we were going with the value stacks yet. Um, hey, we just throw out any stack at a time. Yeah. So you got another value stack. Well, well, I did. I did have another game that obviously I was going to target some guys, and I, okay. I think which one is it? Start, you could start your stack with you just mentioned him, Josh Allen. Okay. You could use Zach Moss, who's pretty cheap and is actually coming on strong. Or you mm-hmm. could put in Devin Singletary if you if you're doing the. T- I think they have two running backs. Yeah. You could do both of them. Singletary is um, actually cheaper than uh, Zach Moss right now. Gabriel Davis, and then this was the stack that I built. So it was Josh Allen, Zach Moss, Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, Devin Singletary, and then my tight end was Mark Andrews. Marquise Brown was another receiver. Devonta oh, Smith. That was, that was way too. Fa- I, I try keeping track of. That. Oh, Just- <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Look, Allen, Moss, Diggs, and Singletary, they're the only Buffalo guys, right? Yeah, and then I added um, a couple uh, Baltimore Ravens because I was, you know, I, I kind of was trying to pick different stacks. Actually, that's actually together. a pretty interesting thing there. You know, stacking two different games in the same lineup. So and Mark I, Andrews. Yeah, Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown. And then I used the Devonta Smith to round out the lineup as, as my last wide receiver. Okay. Um, so I think you're 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 hurting yourself by taking Moss and Singletary in the same game. That would be my opinion, um, just because one or the other every game. Well, yeah, you could score. have taken you could have flip flop. You could have taken one of them out and put somebody else in. That's yeah, yeah that, that's what I would recommend in that situation. So because, like I said, you know, um, you know Zach Moss has three touchdowns in two games. So I, so I don't know about that. Let, let me see if Singleton what Singletary's you know game log looks like here. So yeah, I mean Singletary's only scored in one of the three games. Moss has scored in the other two games. So they you, you got to really pick one or the other because only one's gonna get the touchdown. You know what I mean? So that that's what that comes with. Jason, did you catch all that, Sully? I did. Yes. Um, but first no, off, thoughts I on like, double stacking two different games in the same I like lineup? That. I actually like that to be honest with you. Um, and I think that's a good stack too. I think Marquise Brown. The, uh, you guys probably didn't watch the Lions game, but he dropped three touchdown passes. I like, wanted to watch it. The other game that was on TV in this area, they, they wouldn't take the Pittsburgh game off. I right. They were getting crushed Pittsburgh. And I, I'm just like, please, CBS, put the Baltimore-Detroit game on. Yeah, it would have been a monster game. Had he not dropped those three passes, it would have been three touchdowns. And him and Lamar Jackson would have had huge weeks last week. So it was a little misleading. Also, guy on my fantasy team, Lamar Jackson. Can I just, can I just say something, too, not to get yeah. off the subject, but – on the Baltimore front, so Rashad Bateman uh, may play. 
you okay. realize he was their number one pick. So yeah. I think right. he's a guy that obviously I, he might not be ready, just like Devonta Smith, you know, for the prime, you know, prime time. But right. they obviously drafted this guy to help Lamar because Marquise Brown is your home run hitter. You know, now you got this other guy who's more of like a possession type guy, but he can also yeah. hit the home run. So I think that could help that offense tremendously. That's a guy that wasn't on the team the first couple yeah. of weeks. So, so I, I brought him up. I brought Bateman up. And I'm reading the uh, you know the DraftKings notes on him right now, and the Baltimore Sun is reporting that he could debut Sunday, but it still will be a game time decision at yeah. this point. So it's it's something to think about, but I, I get that. Um, the thing I was going to bring up, and I know I know uh, Voorhees, you're you're more dynasty, but and 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 season long and redraft and stuff like that, you still got to take weather into account. Do you still like taking you know digs? Like I I, I like taking. Moss and Singletary in rainy weather, but some games Josh Allen seems to handle the weather well. Sometimes he seems to have some trouble in the weather. So, where are you on Josh Allen being able to handle the bad weather to take those players? I mean, are we talking like monsoon? I didn't see the weather. It just it just says heavy rain. That's all it says. Um, I I don't think I don't think the weather is going to be a, a huge difference in 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 what, where I'm looking at this game, because I think Stefan Diggs has, has been quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting him to have a breakout game. And I, for me, I, I think, you know, against a Houston uh, Texan secondary, that's pretty bad. I yeah, mean, it absolutely you know, is. They're, they're really bad, actually. And I almost sometimes get scared of playing teams in games where it's just so one-sided, you know, Oh, I get what you're saying. Sometimes they start to put backups in. They run the ball. They slow the clock down. And sometimes it takes away from some fantasy relevance, in my opinion. Yeah, I I, I guess more for me, sometimes I just go in with my gut feeling, and I have a gut feeling that Stephon Diggs is going to go off. There you go. I think it's good. He's been quiet. I mean, you know, he was probably, in a lot of leagues, the number one wide receiver drafted, believe it or not, over over Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. I saw him go – Number one in quite a few leagues, even in Dynasty. So wow. he's definitely, you know, up there. And I think it's time that, you know. When he was available, I wanted to, a couple of years ago, I wanted the Eagles to jump all over that. Obviously, they didn't. Um, Jace, or Sully, I, I got to ask you, for the next direction, I, I I almost got it right that time. Do you want to go Philly or do you want to go Detroit first? Because there are two games I love to talk about. Let's go. Let's Not go just Philly. because we always talk about those teams. <clears throat> right, right. Because I think they both have some fantasy relevance. Which one do you want to go with first? Let's go Philly. I think that was a little more exciting. So I think Philly KC is up there with the Rams Arizona in a potential fantasy points shootout. And and I say that because if you think about it, the Eagles got smoked on on Monday night. Obviously, we you know Voorhees was on the post game show with me. We hated it. It was an awful game. But Jalen Hurts still threw for over three hundred yards. Still threw two touchdowns. He had his lowest rushing output, but he still had 35 rushing yards. So I don't think it's as clear cut and dry. You don't have to just go Mahomes. You can go Hurts. You can go Tyreek Hill. You can go Quez Watt. There, there's so many places to go. You could take in a lineup five or six guys from this this game and easily stick it in your lineup and feel confident, in my opinion. Right, Sully? Yeah, I completely agree with you. The only thing that kind of hurts on the side is if you do want to go Kansas City in this game. I mean, rightfully so, his options, Mahomes' options are so expensive. So Absolutely. I don't really know 
even I mean, obviously Kelsey is the first one that jumps out on me, but at the same time, you're handcuffing yourself like we were talking about earlier, you're making the rest of your lineup a little bit. So I actually don't hate the Eagles side of this and then maybe come back with, you know, like you said, like maybe maybe Hertz and Quez Watkins or somebody like that, and then come back with Kelsey maybe on the other side. Yeah. So and I don't Kelsey is as expensive as Patrick Mahomes. They're both eighty one hundred dollars yeah. on DraftKings. That's insane to yeah. think that the tight end is the same price as the quarterback. Do, do we start to worry about Patrick Mahomes fantasy-wise at all? Because obviously he hasn't been one and two. The last time Kansas City was one and two or had a losing record, he was in high school, I think, or, or his freshman year of college. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, he had a really good week one. He still put up yards in week two. But you kind of see some – I don't want to say a form of regression because that, that's a term for Jalen Hurts. Do we, do we worry that he's not the number one elite quarterback in the league at this point? No. No? I think it's too I, – I mean, for me, it, it, it's not even close. Week to week, you know, everybody, every quarterback's going to have a down week here and there, mm-hmm. even the elites of the elites. But to me, he's the clear cut. If you want a guy that you're going to win your league with, I mean, just for instance, I, I mean, we're you know, I know it's a little different DFS <clears throat> – as opposed mm-hmm. to fantasy, but for me right. in the fantasy football world, I own like four shares of Mahomes. I mm-hmm. own five shares of Allen, and I own four shares of Murray. Mm-hmm. I always go quarterback heavy in the beginning on a dynasty because to me, that's yeah. my guy that's going to carry me for you know the majority yeah. of my years. Of, but also on the flip side of the equation, I mean, Mahomes has three interceptions in the last two weeks. That's something he doesn't do very often. So I, I, I'm just trying to give no, you guys' opinion on – the fact that is he just having a rough start to the year? Is there the team? Maybe the team around him isn't good enough. Maybe they didn't fix that offensive line well enough in the offseason. The running game, Clyde Edward Tillaire obviously isn't taking that next step forward. I'm just kind of concerned. Like they had Hill and Watkins last year. They have Hill and Percy or you know per- Pringle and Hardman now. You know what I mean? It's like the whole t- obviously Kelsey and Hill are his best weapons, but I just kind of feel like the Chiefs, like, supporting cast may be hurting Ty- or well, Patrick Mahomes a little bit. Well, don't forget, they just picked up Josh Gordon. Yeah. I'm Get kidding. Don't, 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 don't bring I'm Josh joking. Gordon in. What's up, uh, Jax? I can't see Jax because he's covered up by your name, Sully. What's up, there buddy? He is. Say hello. <laughs> Love that man. He's the so coolest cute. kid in the world right there is Mr. Jack Sullivan. He's having a rough time right now because he's thirsty. Just a heads up. Um, <laughs> no, but I agree with you on the Mahomes call. I feel like for season-long fantasy, I worry less about him. For DraftKings, I do worry about him a little bit just because of his price. 8100 it's hard to only score – I mean, I say only, but 22 points is rough for a guy that costs $8,100. When, when you can look down at somebody like Kirk Cousins or Baker Mayfield that are getting 22, 23 points a week and they're, you know, almost $2,000, $1,700 less. So right. I stay away from him in DraftKings right now, I think, but season long in real actual football, there's nobody you want more than him. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the Detroit-Chicago game. Um, your Detroit Lions – they were so close. Detroit Lions. Yeah, the Detroit Lions. Yeah. They were so close. Forgot the name. Yeah, I, I, I thought I said Detroit Bears there for a second. It's been a long-ass day. Um, they were so close last week. They were uh, they were literally a delay game penalty away from taking that game last week, in my opinion. So close. 
Although that delay of game not getting called got my boy Tucker, who's on my fantasy team, you know, like a massive amount of points because a kicker kicking a 66-yard field goal, that's a lot of bonus points right there. Um, that was amazing. I, the Bears are another one of those defenses that aren't what they used to be. Last week against Cleveland, they gave up 215 rushing yards. They gave up over 300 yards passing, obviously, to the Rams in week one. You know, so, yeah, I know Jason had to jump out there for a second there, Voorhees. Um, So what I like about this game – Hey, what's up, buddy? What's up, Jack? I can't even talk to him. I want to talk to Jack. Our views will skyrocket if Jax is live on the air. Superhero. Yeah, exactly. Um, So what I like about this game, uh, Sully – is I was talking about how Chicago gives up a lot of rushing yards. And they have given up passing yards. They're not the same scary defense that they used to be. And obviously, with no quarterback, they could be beat. So I think this is the week to look at Jarek Goff, DeAndre Swift. And I know he only had one target last week. And he was one of your guys that you love, Cephas, last Cephas, week. Cephas, yeah. But he had 13 targets the two previous weeks. So this week is a week I, I wrote down my number one stack. I went Goff, Swift, Cephas, and the Detroit defense because the Detroit defense oh. isn't that bad. But no, what that does is that leaves you almost $6,500 to build the rest of your team. I could put Derrick Henry in there. I could put Alvin Kamara in there. I could put Cooper Cup. I could put two elite fantasy football players along that stack. Am I – since you're back now, Sully, am I crazy for thinking that? So, I played golf last week and it burned me. I think he only had six points. Yes. So Goff and Cephas burned me last week too. Yeah. See, that's the thing with daily fantasy. You got to forget about getting burned, and you yeah. got and you got to jump sure. into this week for sure. I'm actually going to stack this game in a different way. I'm going to be stacking in a lot of my lineups Swift and Hawkinson. I feel like those are the two clear cut options. Dan Campbell came out today in one of his press conferences and said, or I don't know if it was a media session or whatever it was, but. Basically said, we know that Swift is one of the best backs in the league. We're going to pound him. It sounds like they're really going to like put an emphasis on DeAndre Swift in their offense, which I really like. They a lot. gave up over two. The Bears gave up over two hundred yards last week. Yeah, and he's cheap still in DraftKings. So yeah. I mean, and yeah, if you have him in season long, I think it's going to get only better and better because the guy can catch the ball. He's a good receiver out of the backfield. He's they haven't even really shown anything with him running the ball so far this season. I mean, he's getting like 30, 40 yards a game, but I think. He's a stud. I mean, they drafted him to be their number one running back. I think with Campbell saying that today, I think they're really going to put an emphasis on getting him more involved, which is great news. Absolutely. What do you think there, Voorhees, about this game? I, I love DeAndre Swift. I, I actually have him in the uh, the Golden Mike League uh, with Scotty's in that league. Mm-hmm. I actually whipped his ass last week. <laughs> but, uh, Scotty, are you listening? He's Voorhees probably trash talking you right now. No, nah, it's okay. I. I love Scotty, but yeah, I, I, DeAndre Swift. Uh, I was I was huge, you know, big on him coming out of college, and I think he's a guy. Obviously, that you you know you can build your team around. He's that good. He he's so versatile, he, you know. And don't sleep on Jamal Jamal Williams either. Jamal it's Williams could be Jamal Williams could actually start on probably eighty percent of the NFL teams. It's just mm-hmm. he was behind Aaron Aaron Jones in Green Bay, and we all know. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones is probably what DeAndre Swift could be, like, you know, that type of back. Right. Um, he's that good, you know, where he's he's kind of, you know, the main guy that the offense runs around. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I I love Hope Hawkinson. How do you say it? Hawkinson or Hawkinson? It's Hawkinson. Hawkinson no, is in Delaware, where we host our first live remote show. Hawkinson is his name. Well, I love Hawkinson. Uh, to me, he's tight end three behind uh, obviously okay. Kelsey. I got Kelsey. I got Waller, and then I got Hawk. I, everyone okay. says Kittle. I think Kittle's probably like tight end six. The guy has not really shown anything, and every year he's still built up like he's this super stud. He's hurt all the time too. So right. I, I think Hawkinson is going to be like he's a target machine, just waiting to like waiting to boom. I mean, he's right. the next. If there was a guy I was going to pick to be the next Kelsey, it would be him. So okay. I think it's definitely uh, it's another team though because he's probably going to get traded from Detroit at some point. Well, unfortunately, that seems to be what happens. They 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 kind of draft for other teams, like you said. I heard you say that before. <laughs> So funny story about Hawkinson real quick. My brother-in-law ran into Hawkinson the other day. He was, it was at like doggy daycare or something, picking up his dog. And he noticed that it was Hawkinson and he was like, and Hawkinson was like, and just kept walking. Oh man. Hawkinson is not a fan of the fans, is he? He did not want to be noticed. So, so he would not last long in Philly is what you're saying. No. He's an <laughs> Iowa boy. He's, he's Iowa. He's from Iowa. He's a farm boy. He yeah. doesn't want that. We know that North Dakota boy didn't work in Philly, so you know. All right, real quick, because my boy Strad had checked in earlier from the, uh, you know, the, the Washington Football uh, Podcast I had on the other day. Um, they're they're not in my plays this week for DFS. But you got the Washington Football Team against the Atlanta Falcons, um, and I'm actually bringing them up now, like details. I don't know who you would play in this game, but Washington has given up 391 to 481 yards a game, and we all know the Falcons' defense is terrible. They've given up eh, like 340 to 450 yards each game. Do you guys like either of those two teams in fantasy purposes this week? I mean, they're two awful teams that are going up against each other. I think that Washington is a sneaky. Obviously, uh, Terry McLaurin is always a sneaky play. I yeah, think he was the guy- one guy I was looking at in this game. Um, I would stay away from Gibson just because mm-hmm. I don't think – they're not running the ball like what they said they were going to, you know, coming out of preseason, you know, everyone was saying that Gibson was going to kind of be used like a CMC. And mm-hmm. I haven't seen that yet. Not, not that that can't happen, but yeah, as I, didn't see now, it. I didn't see it beforehand either. I'm definitely not seeing Gibson as being, uh, you know, a superstar yet. Like the way that they were talking, you know, he was drafted very high in fantasy. So, right. um, I definitely love Terry McLaurin in all leagues, uh, okay. including DFS. I think he's a guy – he's not super expensive, but he's a guy that can – you know, he's he's their number one target. I mean, he's going to get his. And I think Heineke's actually been kind of underrated. Like, I, I'm surprised that he's actually played as good as he has. I, I thought when Fitzpatrick went down, you know, they, they would be done. Now, obviously, the reason Washington's been so bad is their defense, which is a shocker. Because coming into the year that they that were was, the, was the number team. one defense, so yeah. um, you know he's the guy I would target. Uh, I don't know about you, Sully. Where, where where you? Yeah, I think the same thing. I think it's McLaurin in that game for sure. I think I thought about Ridley a little bit, but he just that offense just looks broken. That that, that team. I mean, Atlanta just looks awful so far this year. So I, yeah, I think it's I think either you or I said before the season, Sully, that Ridley with Julio Jones gone, we were going to learn a lot about him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I thought he was going to be a lot better because I thought he was going to get a lot of the target shares, but he's only getting, I think it was like 25% of the air targets for his team. That's not a lot for a guy that's as good as he is with the, a team with no weapons. So 
Yeah, I think it's McLaurin for sure. McLaurin is – in DFS, he's underpriced every week. He's typically mm-hmm. in the high sixes. I feel like that's a really good price for a guy that can put up 30 any given week. Yeah, yeah can we – real quick, too, talking about a guy that's underpriced, like can I go back to the previous game that you were talking about? Because you, you had the, those two guys in the stack, uh, Swift and Hawkinson. How about throwing an Allen Robinson in there who yeah. is a guy that – Right now, you can get it $5,800, and he's ready to talk about Robert Woods. He's a guy, the same thing. He's not going to be held down forever. He's right. a target machine, and yes, I get it that the Bears quarterback play has been horrible, but look what he did last year with a horrible quarterback. Yeah. So, if Andy Dalton is listed to play, or even if Nick Foles is the starting quarterback on Sunday, maybe. But if, if – uh, um. Justin Fields is the quarterback. It's 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 well, a no I thought they, I thought they already said that Fields is not playing. Like oh no, the la- I looked like about an hour and a half before the show, and I saw that there's still no answer. Dalton okay. was still questionable. It could be Fields. It could be Foles. It, it, they just haven't really said. I just think Allen Robinson though at fifty eight hundred dollars is is, I mean you can't go wrong at fifty eight hundred dollars. No. He can easily put up one hundred and twenty yards and and two touchdowns. That's it's the just, only reason I'm you saying. have faith enough faith that the quarterback play will get you there that that's the problem all right so do we do uh sorry and I, i'm not saying this you know whatever we, we do you want to pick a lineup here on the yeah, air yeah, yeah. you, yeah, got, you good. good yeah all right so let me get my share screen up here i told Voorhees about this ahead of time so hopefully he's ready just for the record um, i've been god awful in this but i'm ready yeah, I mean, I finished in third place last week, so you weren't god-awful because you at least finished in second place. All right, so since you're god-awful, I'll let you go first, Jason. So uh, I'm going to go Cowboys stack. Okay. So I'm going to go Dak, my quarterback. Okay, hold on. Let me – like I said, this is so much more difficult than golf. All right, Dak. All right, then we're going to go – let's go to receiver. We're going to go with C.D. Lamb. Lamb. There we go. All right. And then we're going to go uh, D.J. Moore. Love more. I told you that. And then I'm going to go – I'm going to stay in that same game, but I'm going to go for a cheap option. I'm going to go Cedric Wilson as my third receiver. There we go. Cedric Wilson from Dallas there. All right. All right. Um, all wide receivers from that game. All right. I, I actually like that play, using all three wide receivers from that game. Um. So my defense is going to be the Colts. Uh, I think the Colts are a great defense this week. I just think they're going to be highly owned this week yeah, personally. I agree. I agree. Yeah. They're going against Miami. Absolutely. Who's next? So I'm going to go – I'm going to do my my Lions stack. I'm going to go Swift at running back, and then Hawkinson's going to be my tight end. Swift and Hawkinson. Which is kind of killing me because now I have to we, – we're going to double up on some players now. All right. All right. I'm going to go – got a running back and a flex. I'm going to go my man. Six fifty left. Chubba Hubbard at running back. Chubba. We'll see what happens. Chubba. Such a great name. Something dude. about his name is yeah. funny to say. And then I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Voorhees. Don't sleep on me, player. I'm going to go Robert Woods. Ah, he's flex. stealing your wood. Oh, God. <laughs> ah. All right. So hopefully Jason wrote this down because I never write down stuff on this I show. Did. All right. Hold on. Uh, that was my first year. So, so Huntman ten Hunter's checking and saying it's the first time he's ever beat us. He thinks so. You know, there, there, there is uh, Jason's sh- uh, lineup, guys. Um, let me clear this out real quick. Then we'll get Voorhees in here. Voorhees, 
you're up. All right. How hopefully, I hopefully I hopefully I did this right. So <laughs> we're gonna find out shortly. <laughs> okay. Well, I went with I'm going with a Denver stack. Okay. I, which we didn't talk Denver. Denver's a great value stack yeah. every single week. Teddy's um, been money. Teddy Bridgewater. All right, Gordon. You got you gotta go slow. I gotta type this stuff in here. You know? Bridgewater. Gordon. Uh there we go. Melvin Gordon. All right. And um Sutton. All right, Sutton. Not Patrick. You're going Sutton instead. Correct. Okay. All right. That still leaves you at 5,500. That's a strong stack right there. Okay, that's my that and then my big name guys, I went Kelsey at tight end. Devontae right. Adams. And you're gonna get you're gonna get real cheap on the rest of your players now. You'll see. Tyree you only got forty two hundred left here. Tyreek Hill. Oh my god. Wow. Are you guys have enough money left? I don't even know if this is gonna work, but did I do oh the god. wrong one? You still got a running back, a flex, and a defense. Michael Carter. Uh okay, hold on. Where is he? Let's pick your defense before we go your flex. Because I don't even know if this is going to work. My defense was the Eagles. Uh, where are they on here? I don't know if there's a player worth twenty five hundred in fantasy, buddy. Tommy Tremble. Tremble. Tommy Car- Tremble. Car- Carolina's third round draft pick, and he's now oh, all tight end. Crap. Wow. Do you have this all written? Because that that actually I. I- I did it. I went awful play as your your flex as a tight end because I mean he's had one catch for thirty yards. But Carolina doesn't have a tight end, do they? This year, this week? No, he's their starting tight end because they traded Dan Arnold to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Look at that! Look at Voorhees pulling (laughs) some magic out of his ass here to get you. Just fit Adams, Hill, and Kelsey into the lineup, (laughs) and and actually and Sutton too. Sutton's good and Sutton as well. I mean, look at this. Look at this lineup. Tremble catches one pass for 30 yards. Yep. You might smoke us by about like 40 points in this yep. in this thing. Here. I'm only a rookie though. <laughs> Dude. Hey, that, he's that's, doing, he's doing he's a rookie to DFS, but he's doing exactly what they say. You you're trying you're not trying to finish in, you know, 500th place. You're trying to win. You're either going to win or finish last. Yeah, that that's that's a, that's a hilariously great and smart stack right there. Wow. It is. I love it. I like it. All right. I love Thanks, it. Guys. So I, I'll be honest guys, I didn't do any test lineups, so I have no idea where I'm going here. But we're gonna go with the golf lineup. We're gonna go with the Detroit stack. I'm 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 going I'm going heavy Detroit. I'm I'm gonna play and, and, and root for and root for Sully's Detroit Lions this week. We're gonna <laughs> go golf. First, that's your first mistake. I, I yeah, I know. We're gonna go <laughs> we're gonna go heavy Detroit this week because this is gonna leave me a lot of money. So we're going golf, Detroit's defense, Swift. Oof. We're going back to Cephas, even though he burned me last week. You're picking four Lions? We are picking four Lions right here. Wow. But now I have no idea where to go with the rest of my lineup because I did no prep for this show. Um, <laughs> that, that's what happens when you have a busy day at the pizza shop. You do You're no prep. business. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I had no time to do any work today. Um, so let, fairness, let, so I, got, I got to look up stats live on the air here to see. Zach Ertz, seven targets last week. We're going to go Zach Ertz. Boom. Sure. Why not? George will tell me he's got to get off the Eagles. I agree. But you know what? It's okay. Man, didn't somebody already take DJ Moore? Man, I, I hate having too many overlaps in this thing here. Yeah, I took them. Yeah, so let's go to Carolina here. And let's look at Robbie Anderson, another guy that's not going to be held down all season long. 
We'll, we'll go Robbie Anderson as the guy. This will be the week that he has his 75-yard touchdown catch. So now I got 7,900. I got a running back, a wide receiver, and a flex. I'm going Chubb. Pick Chubb because I take him as many times every week as possible. Leaves me 8,400. Man, I can get Derrick Henry. And that leaves me for my wide receiver spot, 8K, and Tyreek Hill. Actually, I just fit Derrick Henry and Tyreek Hill and Nick Chubb in a lineup. I'm actually kind of happy about this. I like that one. That's a good I, one, too. I mean, Detroit may get shut out this week, and this might be the total bust. <laughs> but if Chicago's defense is as inconsistent as I think it is, this could work. This this could work for me. I, I, I'll, take, I'll take this lineup. I'll enter it. And, and, and Voorhees, just so you know, you'll get a message from me tomorrow or Saturday. It'll be an email with a link, you know, or it'll be right in DraftKings. You'll pick your you, – you have to enter that lineup. You have no choice. That is the lineup. Got it. And we'll see how it goes next week. So far, me and Jason keep getting smoked by our guests. <laughs> yep. we'll, we'll see how it goes. You know, if, 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 you, if trends continue, you're going to smoke us this week. So, uh, Mr. Sully. I went o two or one and two last week on my bets. Do you have any locks this week? You're not gonna like me for this. Uh-oh. Actually, I have two. I'll go. I'll go. I'll leave the suspense for the second one. But I'm gonna go uh, Minnesota's money line. I think Minnesota beats Cleveland this week. So that's my first one. And then my second one, I think, is a no-brainer. And you're gonna hate me for saying this, but Kansas City minus seven. But see, so I, I knew you were gonna say that, and I did some research before the show because to me. Seeing Kansas City minus seven over the Eagles is a no-brainer, right? But do you know what Kansas City's record is against the spread the last 18 weeks? I do not. Three and 15. Wow, that's not good. My thinking my – That is why I'm kind of scared that maybe I have to – like, so I have my three locks of the week, but then I wrote down four other games I kind of like. So I, I might do, like, a random, like, $5 seven-game parlay because I got four games I'm kind of, you know, on the fence with and all. But that Kansas City one, I don't want to bet the Eagles plus seven. But if you're three and fifteen against the spread right. in the last eighteen, that's not one and three in the last four weeks. No, that's more than a season's worth of games. So my thought process behind this is that they're one and two, Kansas City, right? Absolutely. They have not looked good at all. I think they're going to come out fired up, pissed off, and I think the Eagles, sorry, are really bad. So yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I, I do. Mr. Voorhees, do you agree with that thought process or do you lean towards the numbers saying that KC never covers the spread? I mean, you and I were talking about this off the air earlier. Uh, I'm actually looking at it the opposite way and not just not being a homer, but I have a feeling I just have a weird feeling that the Eagles are actually going to upset. I I think the Eagles are kind of like the Phillies in some respects where they win games they shouldn't win and they they, they play bad against bad teams. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't see the Eagles winning it outright. But no, no, I think they're going to. I'd say to take the Eagles in the spread because three and fifteen is three and fifteen. That's that's where I'm at with it. I don't necessarily think they do upset. I have a gut feeling they will, but right. That's probably. Do you have any other game? I know you're not a big better or anything well, like no. that. Do you have any games that you like the lines on or or over under? I have on? two games that I that I'm picking for locks and okay. Uh, and uh, the first one is I'm taking Tampa Bay over New England because I think. Okay. This is the game where Tom Brady says, you know, it was more me than the coach. Yeah. No, that um, game, I, I – so uh, you both know my story. I left my wedding ring in Cancun, and I had the neighbor in my hotel room go get it and mail it back, and she's from Boston. She's a huge Tom Brady, you know, but Patriots fan. 
And, you know, she, I messaged her, thank you. I got my ring today in the mail. And she's, I'm like, you guys, she sent me like a Tom Brady text back, you know, comment back. Like, you guys got the game of the week. I don't want to bet that game just because to me, that has so much fun written all over it. I don't want money for so, whether it's a good line to bet or not. I don't want to have to bet that game. I just want to enjoy that game. No, I, and I agree. I just I, I I believe that Tampa Bay is definitely going to win the game. Yeah, I, I, Patriots aren't a good team. By, by the by the money line, and uh, my other lock of the week is the Titans over the Jets, and that's even with even if Julio and Brown are out, because my uh, you know kind of doing research for the show, uh, you know, in my notes, you had asked uh, who who a guy to look for would be, you know, if if uh, AJ Brown is out. Um, and the guy that I came up with is the guy that they're going to be starting if if he is out. Where am I at here? Bear with me. Do you, you not read your notes like I can't read my notes ever. I write yeah. all these notes down. I don't even look at them because yeah. I can't read a damn thing I write down. I, well, I, yeah, I need my glasses. But, no, the guy's name is Nick Westbrook Ekind. Yep. So if, if you haven't heard of him, he could be the starting wide receiver come Sunday for Tennessee. <laughs> And last week, he actually – I think he put up 14 fantasy points, if I'm okay. not mistaken. All right. So – All right, so that I'll is see. one of the games I got down to. I put the Titans minus seven. That's a lock of the week, in my opinion, over the Jets. I don't know if – Robert Sala, I want him to be the Eagles head coach so bad. I don't know if it's just it's just a bad team. And Zach Wilson, I said before the draft he was going to be a major bust. I, I didn't like his game really in college enough to translate to the NFL. He didn't play enough big-name talent in college. Uh, and the Titans were uh, they're one of the teams I picked to be in the Super Bowl this year. So I, I think the Titans smoked the Jets. I think minus seven isn't even a big enough line. I, if anything, the line maybe scares me a little bit because maybe that should be a minus 12. Like, is it the, the Texans game? I think is minus 17, you know, or the, the Texans are plus 17. You know, you it should be almost in- Derek Henry oh. might run for like 250 yards in that game. Too, exactly. Cause- like literally that Titans Jets game. Yeah. It, it's a slam dunk bet in my opinion. Sully, you hit it on the head. It has Derrick Henry, you know, big game all, all written all over it. Didn't I pick him in my fantasy lineup just now? You did. <laughs> I wonder why. I said I did no research, but guess what? Maybe I did a little bit of research. Yeah. Maybe Derrick Henry and the Lions, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. Um, so my next lock of the week is I know it's a, it's a great game, and I know it's going to be high scoring, but I love the Rams to cover the four points against Arizona. I think Rams – are in my opinion, I, I originally thought the Bucks were, but I think the Rams are, in my opinion, the NFC East front runner for the Super Bowl at this point through three weeks. And I think they cement that. I know it's a division game, but it's only a four point spread. I think they can win that by six, seven, eight points. It's not going to be a, a 15 point blowout or anything like that, but I like the Rams. And this is, I never go three favorites to win, but I think the Saints smoke the Giants. They're a seven and a half point favorite. The Giants are god awful. I know I might be leaning against it a little bit now, but I've said it since week one that Joe Judge will be the first head coach fired. I know there's a few other head coaches that might need to be fired first, but I'm still going to stick to it. Joe Judge is the first coach fired. The Saints have been up and down. They haven't put up a huge fantasy numbers like we're used to with Drew Brees, but I still think the Saints, they romp all over the Giants this week. So I got the Titans, Rams, and Saints. But I'm going to throw a couple other games out there, guys, that I like. I did, like I said, I do – I'm not locking in. I don't bet the Eagles, but I might do a cheap seven-game parlay and throw the Eagles plus seven. But I also like the 49ers minus three. 
because again, I love that 49ers Seattle game. And I think the 49ers are better than Seattle. And I think you're going to start to see a little Seattle crumble, you know, just like Pittsburgh starting to crumble. And at the seams, I think you're going to start to see a slow decline in Seattle. They're not, their defense isn't as good and, and their weapons. I know they got DK Metcalf, but Chris Carson's okay. You know, they're okay. Um, I love the under in the Lions Bears game. It's a 42 point over under right now. I do love the Lions on the stack, but I just can't expect the Bears to score more than 14, 17 points. And really, are the Lions going to score more than 20? I look at that game and I see 21 17 Lions, which is way below the under, over under. So I like that. And I like the under in the Ravens Broncos game because, again, I love the Broncos stack that you had, Voorhees. But the Ravens, again, they, they only put, what, 17 points thanks to a 66-yard field goal last week yep. against the Lions. So, yeah, that's 45 and a half the over-under there. So I might do a Titans minus seven, Rams minus four, Saints minus seven and a half, 49ers minus three, Eagles plus seven, and the two unders there, and do a seven-game massive parlay and lose, obviously. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I... – I, I like the uh, the Ravens stack too. I, I had I, I did a Denver one and a Ravens one, so I didn't give you that one. All right, all right, all right, guys. Before we wrap this shebang up here, anything else you guys got this weekend? Any other thoughts, opinions? No, not I mean, really. I, oh, does Jax thinks the Lions are going to win this week? That was what my opinion was going to be. I just wanted to apologize for the uh, interruptions. We're still trying to figure. No, out no there's no up, so. oh, apology, <laughs> dude. Voorhees hasn't been here before. But, man, I love Jax. Jax could actually get his own screen. And whatever he's doing off to the side, I would probably pay more attention to that than actually what you're talking about. Ne- <laughs> Never apologize for your kids, man. That, that's it. That's that's the best part of life. For so. sure. That is absolutely the best part of life. You, you love that. I love it. Jax is my hero. Um, you better give him that pool in the back of your new truck. You no better. question and about take it. Him no on, question. And take him on that road trip to Philly. That That's all I'm asking for. Right, you know, right now, all, all the kid wants is a juice box right now. So oh, okay. he's easy to play. All right, let's wrap this up. It's, uh, the, the show's over. DFS, no pun intended, right here on DF, DSM Media. we got special guest here, Jason Voorhees from the Sports and Metal Podcast. And you got a new Flyers hockey podcast. Again, what's the title of that show? Yeah, so Drunk on Ice is the name of the show. It's uh, actually hosted by myself and Don Conway, who right. is uh, the co-host of Drunk on Broad. Uh, our first episode, we're, we're stoked about it. It's actually going to be dropping next Thursday at 9 p.m. Unfortunately, it will coincide with your So show. we are going to have to have competing contests here. Who does better? Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that, that doesn't prove for me. You're, you're, you're muted for the rest of this here. Remember, <laughs> I'm at the, uh, I'm at the uh, base of my schedule. So yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Thursday is my only set day off. Um, I, I had to it's pick Thursday. Hey, I'm hoping your show, when I watch it on replay, helps reignite my love of the Flyers. And Don is a great guy. NHL Teacher of the Year award he won last year. You know, love that guy. He does great stuff. And my man Jason Sullivan here. I appreciate you always. You're my man. I, I-, I love you, brother. Love you too, man. All right. Hey, you go get a juice box for uh, Jack. Voorhees, <laughs> yeah. you get a juice box for your dad. Me, I'm going to go get myself some more vodka. And, hey, everybody, everybody have a great night. Cash those bets. Win those DraftKings lineups. We'll see you next week, same time. And make sure you're following DSM on all social media platforms. We'll see you next week, guys. Everybody have a great night.